Stay in the know with Radio 2000 Podcast. We've got a doctor in the house, well, a clinical psychologist. Her name is Mark Delaray. Um, basically, uh, or rather, his name is Mark Delaray, practicing at Akiso Kenilworth to take us through social anxiety. Do you know what social anxiety is? If you are curious about it, well, Mark is going to uh, join us in a bit to give us a clear explanation of what it is. Now, it is described according to uh, the dictionary as a mental health condition in which social interactions cause irrational anxiety. For people with social anxiety, everyday social interactions cause irrational anxiety, fear, self-consciousness, as well as embarrassment. We've got Mark on the line. Hey, Mark. Morning, morning. How are you doing? I am fantastic. How are you? I'm great. It's Wednesday, so we're also through the week. <laughs> yes. Mark, I think I suffer from social anxiety. And I notice when I am in a crowd of people, I just want the world to open up and just swallow me. I am quite awkward around a large crowd of people as well. And sometimes going out gives me a little bit of anxiety. Am I? Did I diagnose myself well, or is it just a, is it just wrong? <laughs> no, no, no. I suppose what you're saying there does does make sense. I mean, that that is definitely social anxiety. But I suppose, as with everything, you know, be it levels of anxiety, levels of depression, there's always a scale of of everything. You know, you, you will have certain things that um, perhaps are more manageable. Yeah. So. There's, there's, there's social anxiety in what you were describing, but it seems like you are able to, in some way, overcome that. You still go out. You are on the radio talking to me. Yeah. You know, so, <laughs> so there are things that you can do to overcome that. Then there's the extreme end of it where there are people who will literally isolate themselves in their own home, not go out, not communicate with anybody. So they can be, you know, like I said, there's a spectrum of what we're talking about. Yeah. And what are the typical causes of social anxiety? I think I was born with it. I think you are 100% right there. Um, uh, in some ways, I, I would call it it's brain wiring. I guess you could have a family of two or three kids, and one of those kids is born more sensitive. And when we say sensitive, it's not a judgment. Mm. It's just more sensitive to the environment. So picking up on cues in the environment, sounds, everything. So it's just like you are more aware of things from birth almost. And that ultimately, I suppose, if you are sensitive in that way and unable to filter out all of the things from the environment, with time, as your world expands, going to school and so on and so forth, your, your anxiety starts to develop. Mm. And then because of that and, 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 and the sense of sort of, you know, the people are looking at me, people and people people almost see what I'm thinking, we start to develop this, this, this greater, you know, social anxiety, even social phobia. Yeah. We, we constantly fear being judged or being ridiculed. Mm. Does it need to be medically diagnosed and how can it be treated? Is it as simple as popping a pill? Um, it's not as simple as popping a pill. Like I say, again, the, the diagnosis, I suppose, would have to be, sometimes you would need a professional diagnosis where you know somebody really is struggling with crippling kind of social phobia and not being able to function, maybe not going to being able to go to school or to, to varsity or even, even struggling to go to work. Mm. Then I think there is a professional diagnosis necessary. Some of it might be medication, so that's not being my field specifically, but medication can can help. And then there's, there's skills. The person can learn how to manage that. Yeah. Because unfortunately, the anxiety per se will not go away, but we can learn how to how to manage that. 
Mm. And is it possible for social anxiety to affect relationships as well as job opportunities? Absolutely. It, it can be a, actually a complete showstopper, if we can put it that way. Mm. You know, even we, we all have a natural anxiety as opposed to, you know, to, let's say, we, we have somebody we're interested in, we want to ask them out and we're sure it's shy about it, but ultimately we'll get over that. Mm. Some people, it might be so crippling that they will actually, you know, not ask that person out ever, not, not go on any kind of a, a date or anything. And then when it comes to work, the same thing might apply, you know, where a person might either not apply or apply and not go for the interview, mm. or in the interview just completely freeze. You know, so it can be very, very difficult, very limiting. Sure. And what support is needed by a person suffering from social anxiety? Well, I think, uh, you know, the, the main thing is if you, if you do have some kind of a diagnosis uh, and it is something that's put out there, um, then you can you can go to um, groups or co- uh, um, courses that do what's called DBT. I'm not saying that's the only thing, but dialectical behavioral therapy skills has been shown to be quite effective in helping people with, with these kinds of, of um, anxiety. There's also some level of CBT treatment. So those are all just the treatments mm. and everything. But the support from, from home or from loved ones or from friends would just be more of an understanding. You cannot fix or change this for the person, but to be aware yeah. that they're not choosing this. It's something yeah. that is just absolutely crippling and they overthink every every possible scenario and, and that's why they're getting stuck. So just... More understanding, I guess, is, is the best we can do as, as, as family and friends. Mark, we've literally just scraped the surface. I think there's more to this conversation than uh, what we've just uh, spoke about. Where can people interact with you so that they can get more? So um, I've, I'm part of the HSO um, psychiatric group, which falls uh, under Medcare. So it's, it's a big hospital group. So if you go on to HSO website, it's A-K-E-S-O. Uh, any, you know, just Google that and you'll find that. Or Netcare, that probably give you some links there. Um, otherwise, um, well, actually, no, that's where all the links will be. Okay. I think that's the best thing. It will give you email addresses, telephone numbers, everything will be on there. Wonderful. Before I let you go, one one sentence, or it could be two, for someone who's listening to the show and said and says, oh, my goodness, now I know what I suffer from. What would you like to say as an ex- expert in this um, in this field? That is that is the first step, realizing or recognizing that, acknowledging it, and there is help. All right. You can get through this and things will change. You can get help. Thank you so much, Mark. Most welcome. Thank you. Radio 2000 Podcast.